Hi, it's me again, Stacy, and this is the Creative Table Podcast, a place where everyone has a seat at the table because we are all creatively made. Well, it's New Year's Eve. Can you believe it? Who knew 12 months ago that 2020 would be the year that it has been? Fires from Australia, the loss of Kobe Bryant and his beautiful daughter, tornadoes, earthquakes, hurricanes, and a little thing called Rona. Our world has been rocked hard, awful, ugly pain and loss this year. While I would love to sit here and say, bring on 2021 and all of the goodness, I'm smart enough to know that we are not yet on the other side of this pandemic, and there are many more days of navigating the hard places of this virus. We will continue to be shaped, for better or for worse, by COVID, and I pray that we choose to be shaped for the better. So as we face another year head on, let's talk about New Year's traditions. Do you set goals? Do you make resolutions? Do you eat black-eyed peas on New Year's Day? Do you stay up to watch the ball drop or are you in bed well before the clock strikes midnight? Is New Year's Day the day that you pull down all of the Christmas decorations? Or have you already packed them all away and they're waiting for next year? Or will you leave yours up until Valentine's Day? Hey, no judgment from me. As a matter of fact, after the year we've all just endured, I would say they could stay up for as long as you want. Here's a question for you. Do you set your course for the coming year with a word of the year? That's what we're going to talk about in this episode, a word of the year. I began incorporating this practice back in 2007. Yep, 14 years ago. Back then, I was an avid scrapbooker, along with half of the women in the United States. And there was a woman in the scrapbooking industry who came up with the concept of one little word to shape the course of her year. Of course, back then, it started as a theme to scrapbook around all year long. And over the years, it has really become a true way that God has drawn me closer to him. Some people ask, how do I choose my words of the year? And the fact is, I don't really think I choose them now. I think God sets them in motion many months prior to December 31st. Now, first, let me share a few of my words over the past years. Balance. Grow surrender. Now that one was a hard year. It was for 2018, the year after our son died in 2017. And then there was grace. And then the two word combo of say so, as in let the redeemed of the Lord say so. My word for 2020 was rhythm. Now, how do I even get to a place where I have a word for the year? Well, like I said, it begins months before the end of the year. Of course, in the beginning, it was truly a fun way to add a theme to the year of scrapbooking. It has since become more of a way that the year is framed for my spiritual and personal growth. And it is more God who chooses the word for me than it is me choosing it for myself. After a few years of it just being a way to enable my purchasing more scrapbook supplies, I begin to pray about it months before the holidays. Thinking about it now, I can remember the first year I actually began to ask God to show me how he would set my theme for the coming year. And it was 2013. That year was such an incredibly hard year in my career, and it had followed an equally hard six months in the latter half of 2012. 
In July of 2013, I transitioned into a position that had me working almost exclusively with clients in the Asia-Pacific region and some in Europe. This meant that my days and nights were upside down just because of the time difference. The stress of the job itself was absolutely insane. And as a side note, before you criticize any pharmaceutical companies or clinical trial processes, remember that you might not understand all that goes on behind the scenes. It is brutal work all the way around and for every person involved. So now, September of 2013, I found myself exhausted, shedding copious tears and falling on my face seeking God's direction for the coming year. Things could not stay the same, and I needed him to frame the coming year. I couldn't frame it in my own selfish broken state. I prayed and I prayed and I prayed. I read the Bible. I read devotions and studies on seeking his face and his will. And every time I would close my Bible, the same word would be written in my journal somewhere. Every single time. Seriously, for three months from September to the 1st of December, it was the same word in one or more paragraphs of my journal. I didn't like the word, and I was desperate to find a new one. Now, if you are a Christ follower, you know that when God sets the course, there really isn't many ways of changing that course unless he wants it to be changed. So I surrendered to the word. What was that word, you ask? Steadfast. Yep, my word of the year for 2014 was steadfast. I likened that word steadfast the same as I would patience. I didn't really pray for patience because I know that you get put in places where that has to be practiced. I assumed, and not wrongfully so, that steadfast would place me in circumstances where that had to be put to the test. That is such an epic understatement, I can't even put it into words. If I told you what 2014 held for me, it would blow your mind. I honestly could not believe it. And really, I still look back on that year and wonder how I ever made it through. But God, but God pulled me into him and I leaned in hard and steadfastly persevered. I became a Gigi that year. It was wonderful. And I also ended that year having walked away from my job in September and on a recovery trip to Park City, Utah, a week after my last day. And when I say recovery, I mean recovery from the cyclone that led to my leaving my job and not a recovery from addiction. Although it's shocking that I wasn't addicted to something after that year. I began asking God for his theme for my coming year. And to be honest, I did so with one eye closed because I was a little nervous after his last choice. But he got me through 2014 stronger and wiser and closer to him than ever before. So I was going to trust his choice for 2015. In 2015, my word was grow and grow. I did. I began the year by starting my own business, sewing custom nursery items. And in September of that year, our son was diagnosed with cancer that would end up taking his life in 2017. My word for 2016 was balance. And really, that's a word that should probably be repeated in a year because I walked through 2016 in my own strength, trying to carry myself and our family and keep us all from falling apart. It didn't work, and I didn't find balance in any part of my life. 
It only seemed like I did because I was a control freak. 2017, I don't remember what my word was. That year was a blur, and I'm sure I could go back and find it in my journals, but to be honest, I don't really want to right now. I'm not ready to look at the things I wrote that year. I will, and soon, just not yet. Funny how the time that I am drawn to prayer over the coming year's word seems to always be in September, and this year is no different. September of 2020, six months after we began lockdowns, six months after we began virus mitigation, six months after we became Zoom experts, de facto homeschool families, and experts at hunting down the elusive toilet paper and paper towels. That is when I began praying for my 2021 word of the year. Before I share that word with you, I want to share my growth personally in 2020. This year, the racial tensions gutted me. The murder of George Floyd just brought me to my knees. I found myself so moved to do something, to fight, to advocate. I could not even find the words for all that I was feeling. I found myself crying more often than not, and I read more books about racism and history than I ever imagined I would. Add to this the division in our country over this issue and the virus, and I became enraged. Now, something you should know about me. When I get angry, I get super passive aggressive. My social media became a fury of thinly veiled insults towards everybody, white, black, mask wearers, non-mask wearers, everyone. After being called on the carpet and held accountable, I took a step back and evaluated why I felt I needed to write the things I was writing or share the things I was sharing. Was shame going to change anyone's mind? No. Was arguing going to get my point across? No. I came to see that I had allowed myself to be changed, and I had to step into the areas that I was being called to step into and allow others to do or not do what they were being called to. This time found me in a racial conversation small group that was the best thing to happen to my heart in 2020. It was there that I began to see the word that God was leading me to for 2021. Are you ready? My word of the year for 2021 is reflect. The verse that I keep being led to for this word is 2 Corinthians 3 verse 18. The Passion Translation reads, We can all draw close to him with the veil removed from our faces and with no veil we all become like mirrors who brightly reflect the glory of the Lord Jesus. We are being transfigured into his very image as we move from one brighter level of glory to another. And this glorious transfiguration comes from the Lord who is the Spirit. Reflect. I want to reflect his light. I want my heart, my life, my actions to shine like the face of Moses after being hidden in the rock so that even as God just simply passed by, he actually had to cover his face with a veil to keep the Israelites from being overcome by the remaining radiance on Moses's face. I want to reflect grace and gentleness to those who don't believe the same as I do. The other verse I've been drawn to that speaks to this is Philippians 4, 5. Let your gentleness be evident to all. The Lord is near. I want 
the change that has begun in my life to be reflected outward. I know this isn't going to be easy. I don't anticipate that the world is going to be much different in the vitriol it spews in 2021 than it was in 2020. People can be hard and hurtful. Hey, we are all broken people in a broken world, and I know that I will want to act out in my flesh. But the change must first start with me. And if I choose to live in reflection of God's love and his grace towards me, perhaps it will be the catalyst for change in others. My motivation for treating others with grace and gentleness is that I believe God is near, and I want to reflect his spirit of gentleness towards those I love and serve. He is consistently gentle and grace-filled towards me. So may this word remind me to turn to him and to reflect a gentle spirit in my everyday life. So that's it. My 2021 word of the year and how I get to those words. As to the other things I asked you about earlier, let me give you some of my answers to those questions. No, I don't set goals, nor do I establish resolutions. I write intentions. Goals and resolutions hold a potential for very poor self-talk with me because there's failure innately woven into those. And if I don't achieve those, then I consider that failure. So I consider intentions like mapping my course and establishing good patterns. Yes, my Christmas decor is still up. I never take it down until at least January 6th, which is Epiphany. And to be honest, we have two decor trees up this year in our family room. And I may just take the Christmas flowers that are in those out of them and add Valentine's decorations to them. And they might just stay up until March because I can. And yes, I do eat black eyed peas on New Year's. It's a Southern tradition. And no, I don't stay up until midnight. As a matter of fact, I'm in bed before 9pm every year. Yes, I start every year with a plan for more physical activity and better eating habits. Let's see if I can stick with it this year. Whatever traditions you begin your new year with, I pray that they are sweet. I pray that each person listening to this podcast knows that they are deeply loved and fully known by the God who created them. I will be back next week, and I have lots of fun things in store for the podcast and the blog and Instagram and Facebook for the year of 2021. Until next time, go out and find a creative way to make someone smile.